You are now listening to the Foobies Podcast. And here are your hosts, Quentin Quo, Tim Dimmick, and Jackson Rubin. Hubie, do be careful. Okay, why don't we all go around doing our best uh, Hubie impression? Ooh man, I gotta get in the, I gotta get in the in the in the sand voice. You kind of sound like Tim the Tool Man. <laughs> That's more. <laughs> oh my God! That's... But, uh, it's it's very subtle, Tim. Yeah. Well, here's a here's a lesson in candy etiquette when it says don't take more than one. You have to take only one. <laughs> I don't know. I got, I, got, I got a girlfriend who lived in uh she lived in uh Canada. In, uh, Canada. She's in a the dry dry section of Canada. Un, in um, Ontario. Ontario in Canada. I thought like at first he was supposed to be like French or something. Oh no, no, it's just it's just Adam. <laughs> like he voice. was doing like a like a French like I don't know because his name was Hubie Dubois. Dubois. Yeah. He's a Quebecois. <laughs> exactly. That's I that's mean, what I thought he was going for. Salem Hubie isn't Dubois. Salem isn't that far from Montreal. Of Montreal. Wait, yeah. yeah. Wait. Which Salem is this? Which which Salem, Salem? Mass? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, like uh, I want to say Bobby Boucher. Also. Yeah. Uh, French last name. Another French character. With a funny voice. Funny Sandler voice. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just Adam Sandler voice. (laughs) There's no way. It's just the voice that he does. Guys, we should say what movie we're talking about. We should also, like, talk about maybe what we're drinking, too. We just kind of started talking. I guess the title's there in the podcast description. Yeah. We didn't even (laughs) talk about what we're doing. Jackson, what are you drinking? Um, I, I have a thermos of soup. Oh wow! Ooh. No, uh, I I wish uh, I I didn't have time to prep anything, so I'm just drinking a Land Shark Lager. Ooh, the Jimmy Buffett beer. It is Margaritaville Brewing Co., St. Louis, Missouri. Not bad. Fins up, it says. <laughs> it's an that's an okay beer. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, I have myself a Grain Belt Premium, the friendly beer. Hmm, I like from that uh, from New Ulm, Minnesota. It's, I I would call it uh, Minnesota's PBR. Ooh, it's not hams. No, they don't make hams in Minnesota anymore. Oh, too bad. Yeah, I got another uh, rum and Roman Coke. All right. That I'm drinking out of my dad's 1984 Olympics glass mug. Hell yeah! Sweet. I'd like to point out that we're all just drinking on a Friday afternoon. You don't have anywhere well, to be. I don't have class today, so... Yeah, that's great. I'm loving it. Yeah. Guys, it's almost Halloween, and this is our first Halloween movie of the season for the podcast. Of for our Spooktober event. And we're kicking it off with a, a more recent film. It literally came out, I think, last Wednesday. And uh, what movie did we review this week, Timothy? Uh, Hubie Halloween. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only on Netflix. Only on Netflix. Thank God. So I guess we should kick off maybe our initial impressions. What what did you think of this film? And I do mean film, uh, Jackson. Um, I I I liked it more than I thought I would. Mm. Um, 
but it's uh you know it's a it's a adam sandler uh it's a happy madison uh family reunion movie uh much like the much like the grown-ups films just a bunch of friends getting together and hanging out and having fun Mm -hmm. what about uh, you tim what did you think yeah like uh this is uh i don't blame them you get paid lots of money to hang out with your friends <laughs> and have like craft services and make a, a a funny movie. Guys, this movie was funny and I thought it was going to be horrible. Mm-hmm. Like The Ridiculous 6, which is a movie I hate because it's so bad. But this was fun. I yeah. liked it. It was, it was nice. I think I so I like a lot of people thought that this was going to be terrible because Adam Sandler, after he was not nominated uh, for the Oscars, threatened to uh, make one of the the worst movie anyone has ever seen. Um, and I think a lot of people thought that this movie was that. Uh, and oh, it's it's not that movie. No, no, um, that movie has yet to come out. Yes, but it's uh, yeah, it was a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's kind of like this generation's uh, uh, Ernest Scared Stupid, which we have reviewed before. And I I would put it in the same category of enjoyment as that movie. Yeah. Like, uh, is that, do you think that's Adam Sandler's excuse for every horrible movie he made? He's like, well, that year I wasn't nominated for an Oscar, so I kind of had to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I wish I had those kind of problems. Guys, I looked it up on IMDb, and this is his first feature. Uh, release uh, since Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. And we are getting Uncut Gems Sandler. Yep. Like I feel like he's changed in a way. Like definitely the same caliber. Yeah. Like I, I was getting Uncut Gems. I I I, I like uh, didn't get the the same. I think he has like energy back. Like if you see that that image of him at the Pixels premiere, <laughs> like no, this is this is. <laughs> Uh, re 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 upped, regenerated Adam Sandler. Yeah, absolutely. I, we should go through the cast of this real quick because this movie is stacked. Guys. It's fucking stacked, and a lot of people aren't even listed in the credits or on IMDb. Okay, um, so or- you got your Adam Sandler, you got your Kevin James, you got your Ray Liotta, you got your Steve Buscemi's, you got your Rob Schneider's, you got your Maya Rudolphs, you got your Tim Meadows. You got your George Wallace's, your Keenan Thompson's, your Shaquille O'Neal's, your Ben Stiller's. Uh, truly, uh, and also Sandler's kids are in this movie. S- Sandler's like, kids, this... Ray Liotta's kids. Yeah, this movie is, uh, you know, it's stacked. Wow. The only the people that it's stacked. missing are, honestly, the only people are Chris Rock and David Spade. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> the other two classic Happy Madison's cast members. I'm are, sure Chris uh, Rock was busy doing Fargo. Yeah, and David Spade was busy being an asshole. Um, but uh, yeah should we get into the plot of this movie because this a lot of things happen in this movie and i have a lot of notes yep it is uh, is dense it's a packed 93 minutes yeah kudos to uh whoever wrote this movie which i think sandler wrote it (laughs) anyways Uh, yep should we jump into it let's do it early all right yeah i'm ready Okay, so, exterior. It's a spooky and rainy night outside of a mental hospital of Westfield in presumably Massachusetts. 
Uh, we see an orderly, played by Ben Stiller, delivering hot dogs and green jello to a, like, kind of Hannibal Lecter-style kind of room of for a patient. Um, he pulls back the sheets to d- discover that the patient has escaped, and there's a mass of jello and hot dogs um, in the form of a person with, like, a hot dog <laughs> penis. And the hot dog spells out by in all Wait, caps. it had a hot dog penis? Yes, it did. Oh, no, it did. I, I, I did not realize that. I thought I just said bye. I'm going to rewatch okay. this. Okay. Listen, I was pausing this movie like every five <laughs> seconds <laughs> to take notes. I took so much notes. Every frame of painting. I loved it. It truly loved is. <laughs> like, it, it was like a two and a half hour experience for me. But I, I really didn't mind because I kind of like this movie. Yeah, no. Also, what does Ben Stiller say? Like, like something about like, Crazy escaped. Yeah, he this this movie is not uh not kind to the uh, mentally disabled or um or <laughs> uh people with mental illness. We'll say that, but yeah, it's a, know, it's a like bad Hube, trope. Hubie yeah. Dubois. Yes, like Hubie <laughs> Dubois. <laughs> but yeah, smash cut credits. Uh, Hubie Halloween. Uh, cue the monster mash. We're introduced to our setting, Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, our protagonist is Hubie Dubois. The town's lovable man-child uh, who is obsessed with Halloween. And when we say lovable, everybody throws things at his head. And yeah, literally everyone hates him except for his mom and his uh, and his childhood crush. Yeah. There's a great bit about, like, in the beginning of the movie, kids are, like, throwing eggs at him. And it steadily, like, ramps up to the point where people are throwing, like, toilets Locks. at him. Yeah, toilets. Uh, <laughs> uh, traffic Like cones. a wrench. Yeah, uh, like things uh, that would presumably kill him. A yeah. flame-tipped spear, and he is so good at dodging these. He's just like he's just like moving him, moving his head back and forth on his bike. And at one point, he does. He opens up his thermos, which is also a large part of this movie. He opens up his thermos and catches some eggs inside of it, drinks it, and says, "Hmm, Rocky Balboa style." Uh, which is, and then he just throws up. Yeah, and then he just the projectile vomits like The Exorcist. That was crazy, and I laughed at that. It that was, was a crazy. good. No. It's a the 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 yeah. bike bit, the thermos bit, like it's yeah. There's some very funny jokes in this movie. Yeah, the, the timing, yeah. the timing is so much better than the Adam Sandler films I've seen in the past. Namely, yep. rid, the only thing I'm thinking of is, is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but I think we should real quick go through like all of the functions of his uh, thermos. Because his thermos can do a lot of things. Yeah, it has it, soup in besides it. soup, uh, it's got a blender in it. At one point, he blends three different types of soups together. It has. Um, uh, it has a grappling hook, a telescope, a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a hair uh, dryer. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah. What else does it have? It's got it has um, an umbrella. It's got a vacuum cleaner. Yep. It, yeah, it has a, a bullhorn. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, also, um, like it has one of those like lanyard like attachments where you like you can't lose your ID card, sort of. Oh yeah. Like retractable <laughs> comes back. Yep. Uh, what else uh, does telescope? Do we say that already? Yep. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that that the thermos is pretty awesome. And, I will and he say. made it when he was in the scouts. Yes. Which, which presumably was like quite recently. I believe he says he was in it until he was twenty-five. um so but yeah hubie is riding through his bike listening to the radio uh the town's uh like dj uh is like going on about like how great halloween is going to be tomorrow yeah dj roar it's kind of like the warriors at wtch 
Mm-hmm. In I Salem. Like that. And uh, he f- stops by his and sees his uh, crush, uh, Violet Valentine, and he kind of gets caught in like a love trance, and then flips over a car, and quickly like shakes it off. You know, and it's then, that kind of cartoon yeah. level of logic that somebody can get horribly injured, and then just the next scene they're they're perfectly fine. You shakes know? it off and then pretends to be a Halloween uh, decoration um, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to kind of to play it off like he didn't get hurt. <laughs> and she's staring at him the whole time. Yes. Yeah. And now we're introduced to uh, Ray Liotta, Mr. Uh, Landolfa, I think is his name. Land- yes, Mr. Landolfa. Mr. Landolfa. Um, he's kind of like the town bully. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hubie works at a deli, and um, his coworker, another person who works at the deli, is a like teen. some high school. Is like some high school kid that like also loves to like prank on Hubie. Yep. And uh, they pull a prank on him where they pretend to have, like, a, a lamb's head inside the deli counter. And when he goes to, like, look for it, it, like, scares him because another one of his uh, character uh, character defining traits is he scares really easily. Yep. Also, that scared me. That lamb mask was <laughs> it's kinda spooky. frightening. It's just a, yeah. It is just a shitty latex uh, mask, but it's, it spins around so quickly and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, God. And I think they throw in like a goat scream in there. Yeah, yep, like classic. Ah! Hold on, I, <laughs> I have something for that actually. <laughs> okay. Um, while Jackson's getting that, uh, we should introduce Kevin James into the to the plot. He's a cop. Oh, a cap. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, play it again. I got it for Christmas last year. <laughs> what is that? It's a it's a little uh, it's a little goat that you press and it and it makes that noise. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Kevin James is introduced into the plot. He's a cop, a cab, and mm-hmm. um, <laughs> can you guys describe him real quick to the audience? Uh, uh, mullet, yeah. fake mullet, fake beard, uh, aviator sunglasses on at all times, and is always eating candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know what? A good representation. I like this representation of a cop. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Speaking of real life examples, uh, my girlfriend was driving and pulled up next to a cop at a stoplight. And he was straight up just watching the football game on his laptop. <laughs> Man, fuck those cops and their goddamn lap cops. Like, yeah. stupid, can't text while we're driving and they can fucking be on a whole ass goddamn computer. Mm-hmm. Assholes. Had to watch the Saints, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, um, he, I think in this scene, is eating a payday bar, which mm-hmm. I think payday is kind of a gross candy bar. What do you payday- guys think? Is like an old old person. It's like a salted nut roll. It's up there, or like a baby Ruth. Hmm. Kind of like the I like I kind of like peanut candies. I mm-hmm. I don't mind it. Like I like a I like a Snickers. I, yeah, I like a Snickers, but that that's like covered in chocolate. Yeah. Payday is kind of horseshit. I remember uh, every time I would go to with my dad to go to go to work with your child. Day at the end, like every kid got a payday bar. So I, I just associate it with that, and <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Apparently, there's a uh, payday made a Texas barbecued flavor bar, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> that does not sound good. Okay, but going back to the plot, uh, Kevin James gets a warning from uh, one town over that an escaped uh, patient named Richard Hartman, uh, who is from Salem. Um, might be coming back home. 
So yeah. he's a little bit on edge because uh, he's kind of like a Michael Myers is coming back, to, coming back home and presumably coming back to kill and get revenge. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, he's yeah. like, oh yeah, didn't didn't I put that guy away? Every everyone knows Richie Hartman. Um, he went to high school with everyone in this movie, and so they're like, "Ooh, Richie Hartman's escaped." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, uh, I guess he was friends with Adam Sandler, like his yes. only friend. He was Adam Sandler's best friend growing up, or yeah. Hubie's friend. Hubie's. Yes, Hubie <laughs> Dubois. Uh, Hubie tries to warn the cops about teens buying large amounts of toilet paper and eggs because uh, another one of his characteristics is he's just like kind of a nice guy who hates bullies. Yeah, but he is constantly being bullied, mm-hmm. and uh, cops kind of hate him because they kind of see him as a nuisance. He's always like complaining about, you know, very minor things that do not deserve that kind of attention. Yeah. Um, so he gets chased by a gang of teens on bikes that uh, because he was snitching on them, they throw like flaming bags of shit at him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, at some point he just hits a curb and flips over on his bike. And now we get to meet uh, Steve Buscemi, uh, Buscemi. I believe doesn't isn't like the actual pronunciation Buscemi. It's it's Buscemi, yeah. Buscemi, like kind of like Bruschetta. Right, but it, I was reading an interview, and I think his nickname is the Boosh. He just calls yes. him Boosh. Yeah, Boosh. Yeah. So Boosh, uh, his character's name is Walter Lambert. Uh, helps him up and admires his uh, his thermos, and we get that demonstration of. Uh, I think I think he does like the lanyard thing, or he does something with his his thing. And as Tim mentioned, he's always offering soup. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, do you guys want to take over a plot for a little bit? Sure. Yeah, uh, I think we should mention uh, Julie Bowen from Modern Family is the yes. love interest. Julie Bowen and plays Violet Valentine. Also, recently divorced from the cop, played by Kevin James. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank and, you. And uh, likes to adopt foster children. Yes, and her children are played by Adam Sandler's kids and also uh, Noah Schnapp, uh, a.k.a. Will from Stranger Things. A.k.a. The Stranger Thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Steve Buscemi is talking to Hubie and is like, oh yeah, I just moved in next door. Uh, if you hear any weird shit going on, don't, uh, don't come knocking. It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we see him later, and he's he's boarding up his own house while he's inside of it uh, to presumably keep himself in. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, at this point, uh, we walk into Hubie's house, and we meet uh, Hubie's mom, played by June Squibb, uh, who is a famous old lady actress. <laughs> uh, you know her as uh, the mom in Nebraska, which is kind of her main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's she just plays an old lady and everything, and she's great. Uh, but there's a very funny bit where she and her best friend uh, are always wearing shirts that they bought at thrift stores, and they're, and they're all, like, like the most inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, like novelty novelty <laughs> like shock shirts. So they say like, "I shaved my balls for this." And like uh, muff diving school, yeah. Muff diving school. I I want to get that shirt. So there's the uh, boner donor is yeah like boner the, donor the first one. There's yeah. It's just it's a very good bit. And I like I like old women wearing. wearing it's very subtle. It, yeah. They only bring attention to it once and then never talk about it again. And then uh, also um, boner. That's the real definition of boner. She says like, is that a mistake? Yeah. And yeah, you could look at old Mar- sure. Marvel comics or DC comics, and they talk about uh, Batman saying like, 
oh, the Riddler made a big boner this time, Robin, or something like that. <laughs> um, guys, I want to share a quick June Squibb fact. Okay. She was born November 6th, 1929. And wow. she is 90 years old. Wow. That, uh, wow, hats off to her. She looks great. Yeah, she, does. she does. Oh my she God. She's not like a day over 80. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I was like, wow. Honestly, yeah, she does look great for 90 something. And yeah. her her timing in this movie is also pretty good. She, oh, yeah. She is a, she makes a good part of this movie. Mm-hmm. But Hubie and uh, his mom, they make uh, cookies together and they put, um, God, I, what is it? Like fluff or something? Oh, marshmallow fluff? Yeah, I've never like really had that. If you guys, I, yes, okay. I have. I don't know if they have it on the East Coast or West Coast, rather. But it is. It is literally just, um, like whipped up marshmallows. It's like mm. it's like a marshmallow topping. Um, it's good. It's totally unnecessary and bad, but it's <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they make uh, cookies together, and they explain a little bit of Hubie's backstory about how. Uh, He's always been obsessed with Halloween because uh, their family's Jewish and uh, they left out Easter and Christmas for them. Yeah. So he's been obsessed with that. Uh, his father died maybe four years ago, something like pretty recent, and they miss him very much. Um, I believe his mom just like is always proud of him for trying to make this place like uh, the town like a, a nice and pleasant night for Halloween um hubie looks at like an old yearbook and fawns over violet valentine he gets scared by like an inflatable frankenstein and throws his yearbook out of the window and then uses his thermos to like uh suck up the glass and uh then we get outside of the house a uh person with a mental like with a hospital bracelet in all white peeing on his lawn because <laughs> just, just pissing because yeah. <laughs> uh hartman was known to be uh, a bedwetter yeah. So, ah, it um, all this, makes sense now. At this point, um, Hubie gets spooked by a. Uh, did you did you talk about him getting spooked by a, um, by like a yeah. blow up? Yeah, mm-hmm. Frankenstein monster. Yep. Fantastic. Sorry, I had to get something from outside. No good. Uh, um, I think at this point we get the Harley Quinn joke. Yep. Which I think was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we we see our first glimpse of um of George Wallace as the mayor. And I just want to tell everyone to follow George Wallace on Twitter. If you don't, he's fucking hilarious. I love George yes. Wallace so much. I second that. I follow him. Absolutely hilarious comedian. Um, he plays a fantastic kind of Jaws-esque mayor in this. He wears a great oh, suit. Totally. And he's like, ah, oh, nothing's wrong. It's just Halloween. Don't worry about it. And um, yeah, like playing off all the kidnappings and everything um, mm-hmm. that are about to happen. Yeah, so uh, Kevin James goes to investigate um, a farm uh, where a pig has been slaughtered. Um, nobody Peanut. knows who. Yeah, Peanut the pig has been slaughtered. And uh, Kevin James notices a purple mum at the scene of the crime, the same kind of flower that was growing outside of Hubie's home. Mm-hmm. Oh now we cut God, to Guys, this. I need to rewatch oh. this. Like, I did not put that together. <laughs> guys, yeah, there's I'm... so much layers to this movie. Oh, my yeah, God. There's, a there's lot. so many clues. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But we go back to uh, Salem, where Hubie is at a uh, witch museum. Um, he's kind of like almost chaperoning a class, which would seem kind of weird. But if it wasn't for him being Adam Sandler, it's not that weird. So he's uh, going around trying to like entertain kids by passing out uh, like 
word searches and uh one employee at the at the at the witch museum takes all of his stacks of papers and then throws it in the garbage which was kind of like crushing for me to watch <laughs> pretty funny bit but she does come back later and is like nice to him yeah. oh she has like a crazy line later She's, in the movie. it's so good <laughs> i love that line um but yeah i think uh, this is where hubie finds out that um Violet and Officer Steve um, have been divorced for four years. Um, and she, uh, Violet, tells uh, tells Adam Sandler that there's something weird about the name Walter Lambert. And she tells him to go investigate uh, the town cemetery. Yeah. Anyway, and you I guys did... want to take over for this part? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Hubie goes to the cemetery and uh, the funeral for... Ray Liotta's dad is happening, um, which I, it's really funny. The Wikipedia description for Mr. Landolfa is a rude man who recently lost his father, <laughs> uh, which is just like, yeah, sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, Mr. Landolfa is there with his mother and they're mourning the loss of his father. Um, and right next to it, uh, Hubie is like, kind of like snooping around like a, like a weird military man and using his uh using his thermos as a shovel is scooping away dirt from the Lambert family tombstone and he's scooping away dirt and he sees that Walter Lambert has never died. He was born in like sixteen eighty nine and he never died. He That's never like died, that, another uh, movie we reviewed. You're right. I made that connection as when I when I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I was about to say that. <laughs> it's Sorry, yeah, Tim. the real Walter Lambert played, of course, by uh Henry Rollins. Um <laughs> But uh yeah, so uh Hubie kind of takes us to mean like, hmm, maybe Walter Lamb maybe my neighbor is some sort of weird uh uh paranormal I'm- creature undead um and he goes to investigate yeah. and um mr lambert but i think is, this is the so point hubie, where ray liotta throws uh hubie into his yes. father's grave that is that's right <laughs> um and it's, uh, it's a pretty like hubie is just sitting yeah it's pretty fucked up it, and like ray liotta is totally fine with it um and hubie just kind of is like drinking some soup on top of the coffin and uh the the grave digger comes in is like shoveling dirt and then sees Hubie down there and like has a heart attack and falls in right on top of Hubie. Um, yeah. Also, I want to say that uh, I really like this bit with uh, Michael Chiklis is the local Padre. <laughs> yes, he's, he's uh, the local priest. And he's like, he's like, oh, hey, hey, what you doing here? It's like, I'm giving a damn like <laughs> funeral. <laughs> Eulogy. And then the, the like altar boy or whatever you call that is, like, the school bully who also works at the deli with him. Yeah. And then, like, Ray Liotta's mom is freaking out because he just threw uh, Hubie into the, the grave. And the guy is trying to comfort her by saying, no, no, it's okay. God would want this. This is a good thing. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, so at this point, Hubie goes to uh, to investigate his neighbor um, and finds that uh, a bu- he's... A bunch of boards have been put up on the windows, um, and he's trying to figure out what's going on. So he he goes and unscrews some shutters with his with his thermos, thermos um, and climbs into the house. And there's no furniture, 
Um, and he goes into the basement and finds a bunch of dog shit on the floor. <laughs> uh, on uh, or large large piles of poop on the floor on newspapers. And uh, Steve Buscemi is down there, um, kind of like jumping around uh, with his hands out like weird claws. And you're like, oh, is maybe he's a werewolf. Um, and, he, and he like jumps up out of the basement and you hear a howl. You're like, oh shit, Steve Buscemi's a werewolf. Or and he's at least a, a, yeah, sorry, Tim, not dog shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not dog shit. It is actually from <laughs> Mr. Lambert. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so I think this is the point where we get to the B plot of this movie, uh, which follows the kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, I guess the the Stranger Things kid um, kind of hits it off with a, a girl that works at a coffee shop. He's a freshman in high school, and I think the girl is like at junior? least yeah, maybe a junior at least. Um, but they kind of have a meet cute at the at the coffee shop, and. Um, she asks him if he's going to the party that all the juniors and seniors are going to. And he's like, gulp. Uh, yeah, of course I am. And, uh, then goes to like, I guess, leave the coffee shop and runs into the bully that, uh, bullies Hubie. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of this B plot following the kids. Um, then, uh, the mental patient, um, from the beginning, finds a pig mask in the in the streets on Halloween day and blends into the town. Ooh. Very uh, Halloween. Oh, yes. totally. Very yeah. Halloween. Absolutely supposed to be Mike Myers. Yeah. It's Mike so... Myers, not Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Halloween is in full effect. Hubie goes into town. Uh, he dons a hall monitor sash. Um, there's a great scene where Hubie saves a cat from almost getting run over. Um, I, I really genuinely feared for the cat. I thought the cat was going to die. That, yeah, I don't like Melissa V. Insignor, uh, but her, her character is very fun because she fucking hates Hubie and, Mm -hmm. uh, and that cat just gets thrown around. Yeah. Like he, he launches the cat, uh, back at her, like from across the street and, um, yeah, Hubie confronts a little girl that's taking more than one candy from one of those, uh, you know, honor system candy candy jars. And uh, Tim Meadows uh, shows up. He's got a horrible toupee, and uh, you know, he's he's also a bully. There, I'd say the main bullies in this movie are the the kid that works at the deli with him, Tim Meadows, and Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Those two are married oh, and in Ray the movie. Liotta. And Ray Liotta. Those are the three, yep. the three main groups of bullies. Some yeah. some other minor bullies include uh, Michael Chiklis and um, and a couple others, but yeah, yeah. So I think at this point where you get to the party where um, the foster son Tommy sneaks out of his house and goes to the 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 upperclassmen party, and uh, he gives a Kit Kat to the girl uh, out of his heart because he's the Tin Man, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we got some teen partying going on. Yeah, and but yeah. I want to mention a bit uh all of Violet Valentine's children are dressed in tinfoil. Um one of them is a Hershey's Kiss, uh, another is a robot, and another is the Tin Man. Mm-hmm. Um which is just a very it's just a good bit. <laughs> like she didn't want to get any other materials, so she just made them all basically versions of the same costume. It's great. Mm-hmm. Also, she works at a old timey diner. Yeah. 
which is uh, open all night on Halloween. So she has to go work. Yeah, so uh, Tommy, the foster son, is supposed to be watching his two sisters, um, but he sneaks out for the party, and the two girls get kind of concerned, so they go after him, uh, which seems kind of like against logic. I, I would probably just stay home. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, Hubie shows up to the teen party, uh, starts like kind of narking on their, 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 their fun. Um, there's a great scene where all the kids rally around beating the crap out of Hubie. Mm-hmm. And honestly, and, I was on their side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, a weird adult showing up at a <laughs> at a party is not great. Yeah, it's almost like that Spartacus scene where it's like, yeah, uh, I'll like, beat I'm, his ass. Yeah, I'll beat all, his ass. They all do that. It's great. I will. <laughs> um, but the town bully is dressed up like Freddie Mercury, and um, he tells his friend, "Hey, go tell Hubie there's a kid lost in the corn maze, and then I'm gonna scare the crap out of him." And then leaves the party to go scare Hubie. Yeah. So yeah, um, Hubie gets the note that uh, he gets kicked out of the party um, and goes into the corn maze to go search for the kid. Um, and Tommy and the girl from the coffee shop decide that they're going to go warn Hubie that it's just a prank. And then I think the movie kind of at this point takes a bit of a turn for the almost kind of scary. For the scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any of you guys want to take it up from here? Yeah, so uh, at this point, so the the Lesters decide to collaborate with uh, with the kid O'Doyle, I forget his first name, um, and they uh, get in this old, uh, they, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Hennessy uh, tells Hubie to go check out this weird old car uh, in the back of the parking lot. And um, while he's checking it out, the lights flip on, and it starts driving after Hubie, and they're throwing... What are they throwing at him? Um, I think more eggs. Yes, more eggs, and uh, and Mr. Hennessy is driving the car, and he's dressed in his costume, which is kind of the headless horseman, um, head on the hands kind of kind of thing. Which I, it's a very good costume. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and they chase him into a field, and uh, and it's all fun and games. Yeah, um, he, he runs into the bush again. Yes. Uh, this time he is shirtless. His arms are very hairy. Uh, there's a full moon out, and he's, like, eating a pumpkin, like a raw pumpkin. Yeah. As, and, uh, yeah. you know, as werewolves are known to do. <laughs> yeah, were- werewolves' favorite food, pumpkins. But he gets a glimpse of the moon and says, Sorry, Yubi, I gotta get out of here, and runs off. <laughs> yeah. Uh think at this point um i think we might be skipping a little bit but um tim meadows and my rudolph are uh driving away from the the movie theater uh the drive-in and they see a scary looking uh scarecrow in the middle of the road and uh tim meadows goes to investigate yeah. and all of a sudden he disappears my rudolph goes to investigate as well and Something happens to them, but we don't yeah. really know. We don't see anything. Um, it was the scariest scarecrow I've ever seen. It was very like Batman villain scarecrow. Um, so it was kind of spooky, but so I think at this point, um, Hubie starts chasing a husky dog into a haunted house. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, he thinks it's Walter. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he oh, thinks he's his neighbor changed. is finally turned into a dog. Mm-hmm. Tim, you want to take over the haunted house scene? Yeah, so uh, 
he uh, sees some guy dressed as a lone ranger and thinks to himself, I have to put a silver bullet between its eyes to kill the beast. <laughs> so he goes in there, he steals the silver, silver bullet, and the guy's like, hey, my bullet. <laughs> and he runs in, and of course, like, every little thing is, like, scaring him. And then, uh, like, there's, like, this actress who's, like, playing a creepy girl. She's like, ah, and he's like, ah, and then she starts getting, like, kind of worried for him because he's, like, going so over, like, the top. Um, but then he corners the dog. He's like, I'm sorry, Walter. I have to do this. And then he, like, chucks the bullet right at the dog, and it immediately just eats it, like, yeah. super quick. The dog <laughs> eats it. Um, at this point, we see that the dog actually belongs to the teacher. Um, they're go- uh, he, he's going through the haunted house, and right in front of him is Mr. Ray Liotta. And um, the elementary school teacher, who we saw earlier in the movie, we didn't mention this scene, um, but there's a scene where uh, Hubie goes to the elementary school and uh, tells the kids, like, what not to do on Halloween, which is kind of sweet. But the principal is the NBC sports guy, Dan Patrick, for some reason. Oh, because I think he was a big fan of Uncut Gems. Oh. (laughs) 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 Um, And... uh, yeah, it's we we see that we have this kind of sassy uh, teacher that that puts a puts a kid in his place for making fun of Hubie, um, but the same teacher, uh, the dog belongs to her, um, and she's getting hit on by Ray Liotta, and um, it's kind of weird. Yeah, because he's uh, much older than her. Yes, and uh, let's see. Um, oh, real quick, uh, Hubie's. Uh, thermos turns into a canister of mace at one point yeah. <laughs> he I mean, maces yeah. he maces somebody inside of the the haunted house which is great and the guy's like yeah. i'm a dentist why did you do this i help people <laughs> yeah. yeah um and uh at this point Rayliota is also uh like ready to prank Yubi. um and then he gets he gets pulled away the same way that that uh mike Mundy does Ooh. um so now we have kind of a coming together of everyone, um, every everyone that's out right now in Halloween. Um, we got the mayor, the chief of police. We got QB and the uh, some of the Halloween workers and the, um, the school teacher, and they're like, "What the hell is going on?" The the mayor finally decides to cancel the uh, fireworks, um, and QB kind of tells everyone what's going on. Um, and then everyone turns on Hubie. Uh, it's almost like a part. It's it's that scene in like a whodunit where they're all gathered around in the parlor, and Hubie suspects yeah. that uh, Mr. Lambert, uh, the Boosh, is behind all of this. But uh, when they call in at the at the they call Keenan Thompson at the police station, turns out that uh, him and uh, Hartman are both uh, have both turned themselves in. Turns out that Hartman went uh, broke out because. Uh, Lambert, which isn't his real name, he just stole it off yep. of a tombstone. Um, he came to convince him to come back. And yeah, they were roommates at the mental institution, and they just they, their friends just want to be together again. Yeah, and the big reveal is that this is played by Rob Schneider. Yep, and, and it's, uh, and it's a very subdued kind of Rob Schneider performance. It's yeah, it's it's not a normal Rob Schneider. <laughs> All he does is just piss his pants. <laughs> yeah, um, which like I'm okay with that kind of rob schneider rob schneider yeah. is like a weird conservative dickhead but um yeah. yeah he he his his uh mental illness is that he likes to pee on things yeah 
And uh, Steve Buscemi's is that he thinks he's a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and that he thinks the mental hospital was a werewolf treatment center. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a great scene where he's like petting uh, Steve Buscemi, and he's yeah. acting like a dog. He, he like scratches him <laughs> under the chin. Yeah, pretty good. Um, it is fun to see like these people, like Rob Schneider and Steve Buscemi, like just like being friends. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. It's um, very endearing. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so the the police chief gets his call, and he's like what the hell? So it can't be uh, Mr. Lambert, so it must be Hubie, because he's been at the scene of all these disappearances. Um, And so everyone is about to turn on Hubie, and he says, Frankenstein! Um, Everyone looks and (laughs) tries, uh, looks around to see the Frankenstein, and he runs off. Um, pretty, Pretty good bit. And they're like, oh, we fell for the Frankenstein bit. <laughs> um, yeah. So then Hubie goes to, uh, he's, you know, he's distraught and uh, feeling lonely. And he goes to the radio station uh, that he loves to call in and make requests. And he finds out that the announcer, Aurora, is played by none other than Shaquille O'Neal. Yep. Uh, woman's voice. He puts on his radio voice and it's Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. And... Um. Uh, yeah, we get some clues about who the potential, uh, I don't know if it's a murderer or the person that's abducting all these people might be, but it seems like there's been this person that keeps calling the radio station um, and dedicating songs to Hubie. Um, so we think, and, and makes this like kind of creepy uh, note of like, I'm going to show Hubie my love on Halloween. So yeah. we think that the, the actual person behind all this is the person leaving these calls at the radio station. Mm-hmm. So they track the call. And find out it's to a burner phone. The yeah. only person that he thinks that could be leaving these messages is Violet Valentine. Yes. So the movie kind of, I, if it seems like I'm like jumping over like a whole bunch of things, this logic is like quickly also move, yeah. move forward. So they set um, up like a sting operation, right? Yeah. I do want to point out that uh, there's a weird thing with Shaq and um, uh, an actress named Betsy Sidaro who plays his significant other mm-hmm. who has a very low voice just like Shaq does. Um and uh, and they like make out on top of uh, BLT. Oh yeah, thank you for um, mentioning that. <laughs> <laughs> Just they wanted to put it out there. I really like Betsy Sidara. I think she's very funny. Um, was she on uh, that yeah. show, Disjointed? Yes, she was. Yeah, that's what I remember her from. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so they set up like a, a sting because they want to catch the the murderer, right? So they're gonna have Hubie meet with Violet and call the burner phone. And if she picks up, we know that she is the, the murderer possibly, but um, they tell him, here's the safety word. It's pumpkin. If you, if you think that you're in danger, just say it. So the two meet uh, and immediately he just goes, pumpkin, pumpkin. pumpkin. <laughs> um, but Hubie then confesses his love for, um, for Violet and Violet uh, reciprocates saying that uh, Hubie's loved her since the second grade, and she's loved him since the first grade. And the only reason why he didn't love her in the first grade is because he had a crush on their teacher. Yeah. um, Yeah, so another, I think, note that they got from from Shaquille was uh, whoever called um, was, like, really into Cabernet, right? Or... Mm -hmm. What Some, what wine were they into? Oh, I don't I don't even. It was a white that. wine. Yeah, sorry, it wasn't Cabernet. I, I'm not a white uh, wine kind of person. Cabernet was it Cabernet Sauvignon Blanc? No, I don't um, think it was that. No. Pinot Grigio. It's not Pinot, it's, but it's it's like Pinot. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But anyways. I have no idea. I don't remember that bit. Um, they track the call and find out that the phone is coming from inside of Hubie's house. <laughs> so he steals a boat, and you think it's just going to be like a <laughs> rowboat, but it's like... It's so weird. It's like a yacht. It's like yeah. half a yacht. And like, it's they're on the docks in Salem, and Hubie doesn't live on the waterfront. No. So I don't know where he was going to go. It's very strange. <laughs> if you don't think it. about it, it, it makes yeah. more sense. <laughs> Uh, Tim, you want to you wanna wrap this up? Oh my god, yes. Okay, so uh, Hubie uh, goes back to his house only to find it covered in toilet paper and egged. And also, uh, the dead priest hanging in front of the house. Ah, No, but it's actually just a prank. And he scares Hubie. And then Hubie runs inside and he's like, Hubie, there's nobody in there but your mom. <laughs> and he's like, Hubie, can you come back? The blood's rushing to my... It's really good. Michael Chiklis doing comedy shit is very funny. Mom, there's a, whatever, there's something in the house. And then she's like, no, Hubie, I'm the only one here. She's like really creepy, (laughs) amazingly. And uh, he's like, what? And then uh, she takes him. That was a great, sorry, that was a very good Adam Sandler. That was your best one of the night. I would love to say that, Tim. Thank you, Hubie. Um, so she's like, Hubie, I always said you had to take care of yourself, that you would have to fight back against the bullies. And then she takes him to the backyard and then she has like four witch burning, uh, fires set up for, uh, like, uh, for all his, his bullies. There's, uh, Ray Liotta, Tim Meadows and Maya Rudolph and also the, the, the school bully. And they're all like tied to these stakes. Yep. And she's gonna murder them with fire, and so she starts like pouring gasoline on them. And it's like, I have to do this, Hubie. Before you're on your own, you need to, you know, grow up and be the, <laughs> and and be a man. And then everybody is like, uh, like Hubie, please, please don't kill us. And then she's, uh, I think some of them confess like why they were so mean to Hubie. And the bully says it's because Hubie is just able to be himself and the bully is very self-conscious. And uh, Maya Rudolph has never been sexually fulfilled, so she takes it out on Hubie. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Tim Meadows' character went bald and doesn't think that a man like Hubie deserves a full head of hair. And Ray Liotta is self-conscious because he's actually just dumb. And <laughs> he has dyslexia, or he faked having dyslexia, but he's actually just dumb. Yeah, and he's and he and he's sad because or he doesn't like Hubie because he uses big words. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, <laughs> I, he doesn't really. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So really, Yoda is is a dumb man. Um, and so then June Squibb uh, uh, also had called the media. So the local news reporter shows up with her camera guy and uh, the Harley Quinn news reporter. And uh, yeah, rather than stopping this murder in progress or trying to help out in any way, they're just filming it, which, uh, yeah, cool. But then that means that Julie Bowen and her kids are watching it on TV, too. Oh, the whole town is. And as June Squibb throws the lit match to incinerate Hubie's bullies, Hubie like is like having a crisis of conscious where like all the mean things are going through his head but then 
the Julie Bowen's character uh, said something like, oh, Hubie, you're so selfless, and that's why you're a hero. And then Hubie throws a little splash of soup towards the match as it spins through the air and puts it out just in the nick of time, and all the people are saved. And then everybody's like, Hubie, you idiot, get us down from here. And then the cops show up uh, and pull their guns. And Rob Schneider and Steve Buscemi are also there. And they pull out their handguns. Uh, I mean, they, they pull out their hands in the shape <laughs> of guns. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and Keenan is like, why did we bring them? It's like, oh yeah, nobody's at the station. We had to. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so then... Uh, June Squibb is like, well, Hubie, uh, I, I love you, and uh, you're a man now. And then she goes, Frankenstein! And then everybody looks around, and then when they look back, she's gone. And you just hear her laughing in the background. So I kind of got, like, maybe she was, like, because, like, Hubie said he was descended from, like, a woman who was accused of being a witch. Yes. So, like, maybe June Squibb is, like, kind oh, of a witch. Oh, man, I, I didn't even think that. of that. Maybe? I don't maybe. know. Could be. She has witch energy. but yeah. She's got very um, uh, Mrs. Voorhees kind of energy, and I yeah. really appreciated that. For sure. Also, I did not see this coming, guys. I did not see this coming. Yeah, I didn't either. No. Great twist. Yeah, fantastic twist. Uh, and then uh, he, he says, and I love, it's also Valentine's Day because I love, I love you. And then <laughs> Valentine's goes, Valentine. It's Valentine's Day, Violet Valentine. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he starts making out with the camera. And at home, she starts making out with her TV. <laughs> so they're In like, front of her children. <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> Very weird. But then it cuts to uh, one year later. And they're, they're married. They're kissing for real this time. Yeah. And uh, also, Italian. it was revealed Hubie was a virgin this whole yep. time. Uh, <laughs> um, all the kids are now dressed as characters from the movie that we just watched. Mm-hmm. Hubie's now the mayor. Yep, <laughs> Hubie is the mayor. And uh, yeah, everything. And all the great. the little kids like him now. They don't mm-hmm. they don't bully him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like Hubie, my man. Yeah. <laughs> he he pranks them by saying, uh, "My mom's behind you," and they all get scared. And yeah. uh, <gasps> maybe. Maybe he's only mayor because people were afraid that the mom would come back unless they were nice to him. Maybe. So it's kind of like that, you know, like that Twilight Zone episode where they have to be nice to that little boy. Otherwise, he wishes them to the cornfield or like <laughs> yeah. turns them into a jack in the box or <laughs> something. It's definitely it. Yep. And that was Hubie Halloween. Oh, bloops. man. We did it. We get some bloops in the credits. Cue credits. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of, uh, you know, outros and things that didn't make it in. A lot of Ray Liotta messing up his lines and saying fuck. <laughs> it's yeah. quite good. I wish, I wish they let Ray Liotta say fuck, like, <laughs> once or twice. That would have been good. <laughs> like, when he gets, like, captured by the mom, he's like, fuck! fuck! <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we get into uh, final ratings for this one? Let's do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah let's do it. All right. Uh, Tim, you want to do the ratings? Yeah, uh, so our god tier rating is a god tier, and that's only given to one movie, and that was what movie, Quentin? Chef. Yeah, and that's I'd like to speak to the chef, I should have said that. Oh, sorry. And then 
below that is I'll have what Phil's having, which is a great movie. And you would want to see it and buy it maybe or rent it uh, at least. And then we have three Yelp stars. Good, not great. Below that is uh, take it a go. You want to take it a go. Yeah, maybe rent it, you know, pirate it. And then below that is on three. One, two, three. Uh, uh, check, check please. please. I think I said chef, please. <laughs> oh, chef, please. Chef, please. A mix. Uh, and that is one where uh, you want to uh, leave and uh, not pay. And um, even though you're asking for the check. Uh, anyway, uh, below that we have uh, shit, like poopy. Like uh, Steve Buscemi level poop movie, and uh, we've only given that 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 one is Dine and Dash, uh, and then we've only given that to one movie. And what movie is that, Jackson? That movie is Waiting, starring Ryan Reynolds. Now available on Netflix, streaming now. No, thank uh, you. No, not kidding. Uh, we should maybe revisit that. Or, <laughs> no, or, I, no, I or don't not. want to. Or no. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll, I'll start with my rating. Um, I will give this a solid three Yelp stars, like the really strong. Like, if you have kids, if you want a Halloween movie, if you don't have kids, but you want to watch a movie, <laughs> I thought I would hate this movie. I, I like I texted Jackson and Quentin like that meme of Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems, like like oh god, I'm so sad, I'm so fucked up, oh, like, I'm so that we'd have to up. watch this. I thought it would be horrible, but I actually liked it, and I did laugh. So that's uh, that's good. That it was way <laughs> above my expectations. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I felt the same way. I was like, this movie looks not great. The trailer was okay, but I was like, this ah, it's probably not going to be very good. But I was pleasantly surprised. And I, I think I'll give it a high. Take it to go. Um, it was it was fun. I'd like to watch it with friends maybe at some point, um, and uh, I don't know if I'll watch it again. But it's uh, it was it was a it was a fun movie, and I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I must confess, I might watch this at least one more time this month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it right. it gets like a high three Yelp stars for me. It almost borders onto the onto the I'll have what Phil's having. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we can all agree this was almost as good as Uncut Gems. Yeah, I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll go that far. <laughs> I mean, what if it had the same ending? That'd be wild. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. like the how cops the cops are. The yeah. Hubie just fucking dead. I mean, it could be very similar to, uh, what is it, Night of the Living Dead? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much Hubie, the same. Howie. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. Where's Julia Fox? Um, anyway, showing off her fantastic ass on Instagram. Um, anyway, uh, let's get into plugs, guys. Okay. Uh, yes, sir. We can go in reverse order. Uh, you can find our lovely podcast on all major streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, TuneIn, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Anchor. Yeah, any, any of them. We have it. Um, but yeah, follow us on the socials on on Twitter. Um, I don't think we have an Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, you can follow Maybe me on. Maybe I'll do an Instagram. <laughs> Good idea. Uh, you can follow me on the socials at Chino Latino Q. 
uh, Twitch at CevicheQ, and I will recommend... Um, I'll recommend New Delhi Palace in Pasadena, California. Pre-COVID, uh, it had a great lunch buffet that I would frequent very often. Uh, now, I don't think I would go for that, but I would still order takeout. So, New Delhi Palace in Pasadena, California. Nice. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at JaxRebo, J-A-X-R-E-B-O. Um, I have not been to any new restaurants lately because it's a pandemic um but oh shit i gotta think of something right uh beaver island brewing company in here in st cloud uh they have a very good growler program come in fill up your growler 14 bucks most beers pretty good um get 64 ounces of beer for 14 bucks wow nice i want 64 ounces of beer yeah uh hey you can follow this podcast on twitter of course and uh look at all the spicy memes uh maybe i'll do an instagram i'll let you guys know um also follow me uh at picante pikachu on twitter until i get banned again they don't want to hear the truth (laughs) and uh in terms of restaurants um in uh in new orleans i'm gonna plug morrow's i think it's like two morrow's but it's called morrow's and uh that's like a, a new popular uh, uh, restaurant over on uh, the St. Rock area in St. Claude Street, and uh, yeah, uh, it, it's really cool. I think it, there's a it's black owned, black chef, nice. and it's always popping. Uh, always, always see a lot of people there. Hell yeah! Uh, yeah, really cool. And uh, yeah, guys, uh, anything else, or we should close it out? No, we yeah, did it. We end this All right, we did Hubie Halloween, and <laughs> it was. And it was fun. Yeah, we had all those people <laughs> tweeting at us. Foovies, do Hubie Halloween. We did it. I, we <laughs> answered you guys. We answered you. Uh, also, yeah, send in some requests. I know we have a lot of listeners, so mm-hmm. send in the requests. I do. But, I have an idea for our next one. But uh, oh, sweet. Wait your turn. Yes. All right. <laughs> all right. So to close this out, we clink our glasses uh, and say "Probetro," which which means. Happy Halloween. <laughs> and also, thank you for enjoying this podcast with us. On three. One, two, three. Bravecho. Bravecho. Foovies will return. We'd like to thank Sweaty Hands for the intro. Uh, find him on SoundCloud at Sweaty Hands. Also, Johnny Chang for introducing us to Sweaty Hands and sharing his own music. Find him on SoundCloud at Johnny Chang. That's J-O-N-N-Y.